1: Michael Reid, Reid on, on
2: LMFM. Now to the concerns uh, the families have and indeed uh, to the calls for an investigation into uh, the care that their loved ones received at Dalgan House Nursing Home in Dundalk. As you know, some of uh, the families have been speaking uh, to Sinead Hussey of RTE News and we're going to hear some of uh, their comments now. Lily McArdle, who was born in 1930 and uh, died shortly before her 90th birthday has been remembered by her daughter
1: mummy was um would have been 90 on the 8th of june uh she was living in dalgan home for the last 18 months she had been living with us here in this house here for the previous six years um, she loved dalgan nursing home um and she loved the activities and the cares were lovely and all that
2: and our daughter, Loretta Gochran, says Mrs. McArdle fell ill at the beginning of last month.
1: She took ill on the 3rd of April um, and she was hospitalised that later that evening. That was a Saturday. And they were pretty sure early on that it was COVID-19. They were certainly treating it as COVID-19. And sadly, she passed away then on the 7th of April. So a couple of days later
2: visiting at uh, the Dalgan House nursing home had been very much restricted because of the coronavirus. I was
1: the only one that was allowed in, but I was. Now, they, they looked after me really well. I was, you know, suited and booted, but all the PPE gear, PPE gear wasn't um, a problem at all. The nursing staff told me how to put it on, you know, made sure I was fully covered, took me into the ward. Mummy mummy, wasn't meant to no, it now. It was... There was no chance of that at that stage, given her age and other complications. Um, mm-hmm. She was treated palliatively. Um, but I was lucky enough to get into her on the Sunday, and I sat with her for about eight hours, and I had that time with her, which was lovely. Um, and again on the Monday, I was able to get in, and I was told you know, she wouldn't have very long at that stage. I was in on the Monday uh, from about 12 o'clock that day until 10 o'clock that night. But obviously once you go in, you're in and you can't.
2: Loretto says she became worried about how the virus had been managed in the nursing home after her mother had been hospitalised. You
1: out and you're, you're fully gowned and masked and gloved and the whole lot. And sadly she passed away then at half two that that Monday night, Tuesday morning. Um, but I wasn't with her, which I, I was with her as long as I could be, but obviously once you come out of the room then you can't go back in. So it, it upsets me that I wasn't with her but I was glad that I did get in to see her for the amount of time that I did and as I said the nurses were with her when she passed and they rang me that night at half two I was at home here and um, they, they couldn't do enough they were lovely and they treated her with such dignity which was you know wonderful and me with such kindness as well.
2: Lily McArdle's death has raised many questions but so too has uh, the deaths of other patients who were resident in Dalgan House.
1: I was sitting in the hospital on the Sunday afternoon holding my mum's hand when I got a phone call from one of the nursing staff who'd been caring for Mammy the previous day. Very concerned did I know had mummy got COVID-19 because she'd been in, mummy was coughing, had a sore throat, was very ill that lady hadn't got a mask or any protective equipment on her. So she was naturally very worried because she then had to go home to her own family. I, I literally, in the shock of dealing with my mum's illness and, you know, waiting for her to, to, to pass on, I'm sitting there thinking, these poor people are trying to do their job with no equipment. You know, so I find that astonishing when we're in the middle of a pandemic.
2: And Loretta wants an investigation into what happened.
1: I had got to the stage where I was afraid to look on RIP.ie. As I said, I'd I'd got to know so many people in the home and every day it wasn't unusual to see three and four people. I'd go on to RIP in the morning and there's another... Oh, my goodness, there's another... The woman across the, the corridor from Mummy died, the woman next door to her died... I mean, I I was just waiting to see who else it was going to be. In in one way, I was shocked, but I wasn't surprised knowing then what I, I knew.
2: Other families, she says, share her concerns. They
1: need to talk to management. They need to talk to residents that are there now. But they also need to talk to the families of those that are no longer with us. We're their voice, I believe. But we also have an experience and our story to tell about our experiences of how COVID was handled, how it was handled in the nursing home situation. Um, So that there's no point if lessons aren't learned. Lessons need to be learned. I don't want to see any other families come through this. It's not necessary.
2: Lily McCardle passed away on the seventh of April. Loretto says, her care needs to be investigated, but not just that. And that post-COVID nursing care model also needs to be reassessed.
1: And the more people I'm talking to, that have lost loved ones, you know, when they get over the initial shock, and it, this COVID nineteen has been a shock for everybody, and it's been an unusual situation we find ourselves in. But as people, you know think about it, there's more questions to be asked. Um, At a lot of different levels, at government level, was enough support given? Was it enough advisement given?
2: No doubt Loretto will remember her mother with great fondness. I
1: think, you know, it's the bigger picture but at a very local level, we need to ensure that if we're putting any of our other relatives or family into a nursing home that we're confident that you know, they're going to be taken care of in the best possible way. She was, she was, she loved um, music, she loved listening to the local radio stations, she loved the crack, she loved visitors coming in, bringing the news in, she'd always have the local newspaper to read. Um, so she is, she, she really did enjoy life and was quite, um, you know, interested in what other people were doing as well, definitely. I. I. I think... To get answers is important. Um, nothing's going to bring Mammy back to me. Um, I need to get closure. I need to know what went wrong. Is there anything that could have been done that wasn't done? If opportunities were missed, why were they missed? I, I think that's the least we should be getting, is an answer to those questions. I need answers. I, I, I know it's not going to bring Mammy back, but... I need closure. I, I need to know what went wrong.
2: Mm. Anne Cleary is also looking for closure. Anne's mother, Florrie Cleary, was also a resident in Dalgan House and she has many questions that she wants answered.
0: There's a sense that, well, there were 23 people, there were old people. It was a pandemic. What more do you expect? They were unlucky. Um, I just find that unbelievable, frankly. You know, I think if it was five people or six people or 10 people or 15 it's, it's just, these were people, they, were, they had families, they lived lives. You know, they may not have been people who wrote books or were powerful or had a lot of money or whatever else it was, but they deserve respect, yeah. And I just have a real sense of um, that these people have been left voiceless by this. You know, and if a building collapsed in the centre of, of town, or God forbid, if there was a fire and, you know, five people died or ten people were burned to death in a fire... You know, people, you know, the, the relevant bodies, the you know health and safety executive, the state, everybody would be on site immediately and say, what happened? Mm.
2: And if something like that was to happen, the point that Anne is making is that you would have channels to go through and that you could get your questions answered.
0: We would know what would happen. We would have a process, you know, to find out what happened. Doesn't somebody need to find out what happened? And don't we need to find out what happened pretty quickly? Because... I know, you know, everybody will all be finding out for years what happened and what could have been done when, and all of that kind of stuff, you know, at a bigger picture and a bigger level. But surely we need to start making some efforts to gather evidence now and to um, gather information and to capture. Because new advice needs to go out to people. If people are running nursing homes and they're operating on advice that actually has let this happen, they need to be told, we have to do more than this. And, you know, if HICWA need to step up and do more and if the HSE need to step up and do more, they all need to step up and do more. Or else we have to decide it's okay for all these people to die. And we're washing our hands of it. and, And this is what happens in the pandemic. You know, there is a need to raise voices, you know, and there is a need for people...
2: It is hard listening. No doubt all of us are, are, are very sorry to hear these stories and the questionable care and treatment that was afforded to Florrie Cleary and to Lily McArdle. But Anne Cleary says the families who have lost loved ones in Dalgan House need something more than our sympathy.
0: Yeah, there is just a real need for us to know what happened. I feel the people who died deserve more than to... You know, say, oh, we're really sorry. You know, I see lots of people expressing sympathy and saying, that's so sad. It's so tragic. It is. And actually, because of that, there needs to be more than just an expression of sympathy or an acknowledgement that this is a tragedy. It's a tragedy. And now what? You know, because I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it honors the lives that people had um, to just leave it here like this.
2: Okay, that's Anne Cleary and Loretto Gochran. They were both speaking to Sinead Hussey of RTA News. Michael Michael Reed on on LMFM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?